0: All right. Welcome
1: to the Red Beans and Fried Rice Podcast. My name is Jennifer Oliver O'Connell, As the Girl Turns, and I am the co-host, along with Mark Eng. How are you?
0: I'm good. Good to see you, Jennifer.
1: Good to see you. What's happening? What's going on in your world?
0: Oh, God. So much, so much stuff. But, you know, you should we should do our introductions. Uh, tell us where we can find you, and I'll, I'll plug uh, a little bit of uh, where you can find me.
1: Uh, as the girl turns real easy on uh, Facebook, Telegram, Instagram, and Twitter. And as dot turns.com is my website, and redstate.com is the place where I do a good majority of my writing.
0: Yes, yeah, very prolific. Jennifer has so many great articles. We're going to discuss that in a little bit. Uh, yeah. Mark and you can find me um Twitter, Marquis Angus M-A-R-Q-U-E-S, my little moniker, Angus the Beef. And you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and um, my website is AIB2B.org. So I run a community organization. We'll talk a little bit about all the happenings. Um, But uh, Jennifer, so much going on, so many articles you've written. I really kind of want to dive into some of that stuff. Um, Obviously, the elephant in the room, which literally is the elephant, because there's no prominent Democrat running really in this uh, recall election is obviously September 14th All right what are your thoughts on what's going on? I mean it's so much activity I don't even know where to start.
1: Well the Democrats learned their lesson in 2003. Uh, they actually ran Cruz Bustamante, which I think was the lieutenant governor at that time right. uh, in order to try to split diverge the vote and also to drive Democrats, to the polls to vote no on the recall. Uh, died like a lead balloon <laughs> and uh, we got Arnold Schwarzenegger, unfortunately, because again, he had the name recognition as well as you know, the, the juice and the enthusiasm and Greg Davis was just as boring as toast and and, and just awful. He, he really was not as bad as this one, but truly awful. So I know that at their last Democrat, California Democrat convention, uh, Queen Nancy brought down the dictate that no, you know, no, no name recognized Democrat is allowed to run against her nephew.
0: You know, That's amazing, yeah. Jennifer, on so many levels. First of all, I kind of disagree with that strategy, which is a good thing because I, you know, I feel like um, uh, they're, they're banking on a few assumptions that may not necessarily hold true in today's environment yeah i think the fact is um there is a lot of natural energy and as you can see there's different factions of different coalitions that have the person spearheading the you know for example there is a contingent of people who support say kevin faulkner who right. is you know there is that elite, he's got at least that brand down so yeah. as of today there's big news um Kevin Faulkner got the endorsement from the new majority, which is the biggest donor group in uh, one of the biggest donor groups in the state.
2: So that makes
0: him a serious contender because of that endorsement, which was, you know, they were originally going to go no endorsement, I believe. So this was this is pretty big to actually give him a little boost in his uh, floundering candidacy, which to the grassroots, it looks like it's floundering, But he will get a significant percentage of votes. So he's got his demographic. Kevin Kiley's got his demographic. Larry Elder, who is now official candidate, going to be on the ballot, also mm-hmm. has his, um, you know, and I think together that will help instead of a top down push for the yes on recall, it's going to be a bottom up. Right. So all of these candidates are going to come together to bring energy to the recall. Most and definitely. the Democrats, yeah. yeah, the Democrats don't realize that the biggest enemy is not the other party. It is apathy. It is complacency. Mm-hmm. So yeah when you have, when you have a bunch of people i'm not saying all of us are on the right because there is still some democrats in the uh you know for example there's a guy named kevin praffish i believe yeah. that's right yep yeah and he's got his own following and he's a democrat but he's got his following on youtube and instagram yep he sure does. that guy will mm, he will bring it uh, energy to the yes on recall yeah yeah so I am really, you know, questioning uh, what you call Queen Nancy's strategy of strong arming.
1: And that looks really bad, too. Well, I, I mean, what, we, we know that he takes orders from her and that's mm-hmm. Anti- <laughs> that's the way it goes. And the party takes orders from her. Seriously. Yeah. Nancy, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, that, that that is why they are choosing not to go that strategy. Uh, they're still pouring lots of money and lots of ads. Uh You know, still Mm -hmm. trying to still foolishly blaming it and calling it a Republican recall when, as you said, that there are Democrats, there are independents, there are green people who are invested in getting rid of this governor. So for him to, you know, perpetually insult and say that, oh, you know, you guys are just Republican crazies is not helping his cause either. It it, it makes people more determined to vote yes just to get rid of them.
0: And Jennifer, I always think about lowest common denominator here in California. You know, um, th- our our population is not very politically interested or politically informed. So sure. I think they quickly, um, a lot of messages get jumbled. So for example, I do not believe Prop 6, uh, two, three years ago, you know, the ge- repeal of the gas, yeah, the gas tax, I do not believe a majority of Californians did not want to lower the gas tax. I think they were no, just it, it, it was
1: just, it was badly worded. There were the, the campaign to keep it in place. It, the, anytime you start attaching firefighters, school children, and, uh, you, you know, the, all, all of their, their pet things to it, that's when you lose people the particularly low information people it's like oh but we, we can't have the danger of firefighters you know not being able to get to their calls and we you know it, it, it's like they painted it as though this is horrible as opposed to have you looked at the roads have you looked at everything else where you know the there is a gas tax in place that is supposed to be taking care of that and we haven't taken care of that so mm-hmm. nobody made the proper argument for that against it as well as our lovely uh at that Mm -hmm. time attorney general was invested in changing the Mm -hmm. language to make it to weight it negatively so yeah i I even
0: i even disagree with you on that i think that you're even being more intelligent or giving the population (laughs) more credit than they deserve because Mm. i think that what they saw was confusion i think it's like yes or no, we don't even know what a yes vote means. It's a yes on repeal, which is a double negative. Yeah. But no on the, yeah, so I think that's what happened. And I believe, okay, and we can check notes in about two months or so, right, Um, yes. when that election happens. But I believe that this energy that they're going to put to ads on no on recall will actually help the recall. Because then-
1: yeah. Well, I, 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 I mean, it, it did the same thing last year. So, or should I say not last year? 2003. Sometimes it feels like last year. It, it yeah. did the same thing that you know that they again confuse the issue, and uh, you know he he just like this one is toast. He's toast. Uh, yeah. The 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 benefit that Newsom has is that he p- plays dirty. <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know, giving given fair elections and fair processes and a Secretary of State who's not gonna you know be corrupt, which she is, uh, the, he he'd be out of here. He'd be out yeah.
0: of here by now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think we can, we can, uh, we, we can observe the behavior and the polls. I'm already seeing a lot of confusion in general. And also in the grassroots, I have people constantly asking me, what, how is it structured? Is this a primary? And then is there a general election? No, I'm like, no, it's a one-shot deal. You vote yeah. for both, yeah. you know, yeah. both and, and, barrels and, and right away. People
1: are very confused about the, the recall yeah. ballot, even people God. in the state. Even yeah. though it's written on the Secretary of State's website, even though it's constantly explained, I like two-year-olds. We have to keep repeating. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. It's hurting cats here. It's
1: very sad because it's yeah. the simplest election possible. It's like fifty-one percent say yes. He's gone.
0: No, it's he's, not even fifty-one percent. He's not going to be on the plus
1: one. Plus one, right? Mm-hmm. And and he's going to yeah. be gone. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, but I, I I know what you mean about the fifty one percent because I say that too for simplicity's sake.
1: Right, exactly. You know?
0: yeah, exactly. But, but you know, this kind of not- Democrats really shot themselves in the foot because they don't even have a candidate, a backup to coalesce or under. There's something like eight Democrats that are running.
1: And- yeah, yeah, with <laughs> <laughs> <so funny. laughs> no names. And again, it was no. to- it was told by the party that you do not go up against Gavin. Uh, yep. Villara- Villaraigosa was actually, you know, making noises and mm-hmm. polling to see whether he's he not is. on there. And he's not on the ballot. He, did, he didn't step up because they told him, no way. <laughs> you, expect they, you know what to they did? They exactly. If, if, if you expect to do anything more in this party, you cannot, you will not run against Gavin. He's the goal. It's truly goal. a fascist
0: party. They're fascist. Oh, for
1: sure. For sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But hey, Jennifer, I wanted your thoughts. Uh, You know, big news this week. Uh, You know, my candidate, Larry Elder, love him to death. He Mm -hmm. um, was left off the ballot on the preliminary list. And we engaged in a series of lawsuits and managed to prevail um, because uh, there was no irregularity. Shirley Weber just tried to play dirty. And that was revealed because the judge did rule that the tax returns he submitted were sufficient, even if they were a requirement. But the reality was they're not a requirement
1: actually, to actually, the judge didn't even rule on the admission or the non-admission of the tax returns. The judge yes. said, this does not even apply to this type mm-hmm. of election. She had, Shirley Weber had no business trying to apply this rule, this, this particular <laughs> aspect mm-hmm. to this election because it's not a primary election. Correct. <laughs> special yeah. election. So, yeah. a, a, you know, again, the judge didn't even yeah. bother to listen to arguments. He just said she's yeah. wrong and I vacate her decision. And she, and Mark Mosier, who uh, yes. was up there for Betty. My Hughes good friend. Speech, Love him. Uh, she said that, you know, he said that she doesn't even have the authority to change the ballot. <laughs> to, right. to remove someone from the ballot on the basis of a tax return.
0: Yeah. I got that, some inside information point. that you may enjoy about it. Did you know that the whole reason that uh, uh, there were two lawsuits, my good friend Betty Chu uh, was one of the citizen lawsuits uh, saying that, you know, her citizen rights, constitutional rights were trampled on by not allowing by by not having uh, Larry on the ballot. Um, Mm -hmm. But Mark Moiser actually went and did a motion to pull up because her case was going to be tried a separate day and they moved it up. Yeah. And, uh, you know mark is a masterful lawyer and he was going yes, to be yes. a great secretary of State but one of the other things that um, you know the the judge did rule that even if the rule did apply the uh, the, the page the uh, redacted and unredacted pages um, uh, were sufficient in in you know and and that was reviewed because they had put right. that in the written argument but um, it was 150 pages that Larry had filed so get this there was 150 pages and um on the on the redacted versions uh the unredacted was a full 150 that was submitted the other on the redacted versions was like 145 it's like five pages were missing so Shirley Weber herself was sloppy because those five pages that were missing on the redacted version were not even material or substantial so Mm -hmm. here is a woman that is being so sloppy with her work that she couldn't even see that um those five Pages were actually not substantial information that were left out, and that is in the nature of the word redacted. You're taking out certain things, you're blocking right. out certain information. And right. she tried to use that to, and it backfired. But this yeah. Shirley Weber is just shocking in her arrogance. I mean, you know,
1: well, she, she's an affirmative action can't, uh, Secretary of State. I <laughs> that's exactly what she is. <laughs> she was appointed by Newsom because she's a black female <laughs> real talk there
0: jennifer. And, thank and, you for and, saying no, that. and no
1: other reason
0: yeah you jennifer know? what what do you think about those other candidates that were affected uh, by by you know shirley weber's uh very strict requirements to get them through to be on the ballot uh what well, do you they, think they about- have
1: no legal recourse obviously i mean mm-hmm. it, it was four thousand dollars to file Regardless. <laughs> so, and a lot of these people, they just scrape that together. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they don't have the resources that elder has the platform that elder has, you know, or the, or the friends that elder has to, mm-hmm. to mount a lawsuit against right. Shirley Weber or the state. So, you know, they just took their loss and, and went home. I mean, the what only a other-
0: for democracy, right? Because that's the, the, that's the part that makes me sad. It's like yeah. you put up all of these barriers to be able to run. And let's say, you know, Jennifer O'Connell wants to run or Mark Eng wants to run the the sheer mountain that we have to climb just to like 150 pages of tax returns. I mean, that's nuts. I mean, good people yeah. are being shut out from running. And that makes me sad.
1: And that was actually a 2019 law that they put in place. Uh, basically because they wanted to, you know, prevent Trump from running in the state of California again in 2020. So they came up with this ridiculous law. Mosier worked to vacate it for, you know, they, they said president and governor Mosier worked to vacate it for the president, obviously, but Mm -hmm. governor, they, you know, they, they, you know, good, smart attorneys choose their battles and they chose that battle. Mm -hmm. Nobody followed up and decided to get rid of it for governor. Uh, what they should do, as far as I'm concerned, is make it so that, uh, you know, Newsom should be showing his tax returns as well. Amen. <laughs> then Amen. it shouldn't be just about, you know, all these new candidates about, you know, Newsom, we can't touch him. He should be showing his tax returns too. And trust me, it will show a lot.
0: Absolutely. And I, I do believe that uh, we have our guest uh, that just joined showing
2: oh, in. we do. So. hmm Thank you so much. Uh, We were caught up helping a veteran and I'm so sorry I'm late. That's quite all right. I'm
1: glad you were able to make it. We're we're glad you're here. Thanks for joining us. Uh,
2: I'm sure you know. Do you want me to talk about the Community Veteran Justice Project? Do you want me to talk about the military statutes for alternative sentencing and diversion? How can I help your audience today? well
1: one will dovetail with the other obviously uh tell me really i'm interested in how you even gotten but are you a veteran yourself do you know i'm not
2: a veteran i come from a military family my father my brother my sister-in-law my nieces you know all serve and uh have served and i was a former la city attorney and public defender investigator and have over 30 years in the criminal justice system. And when I retired in 2010, I immersed in helping veterans and uh, I chaired the legal and reentry group for the LA Veteran Collaborative. But I knew about these veteran criminal statutes that are extremely significant and they were not being used. So there's a misdemeanor statute, 1001.80, that allows for any misdemeanor, DUIs, domestic violence, and it applies to military reservists, National Guard, and all veterans, regardless of their discharge status. Mm -hmm. And if they can verify their military service, verify a mental health issue as a result of military service, and set up a treatment plan, it may allow them to get their entire case completely dismissed. Wow. Another statute for felonies, and in addition, which is 1170.9, and in addition to those two military statutes, there's a revolutionary statute, the mental health statute, Um, 1001.36, that allows for, you don't have to have military service, so... Mm -hmm all crimes other than murder, sex crimes, and the TELES came down saying, you can't use it for DUIs, allow for diversion. So this is a new day in the criminal justice system and uh, the military military. weren't being used. So we started the Community Veteran Justice Project back in October, 2017 and we help all military, reservists, national guard, and all veterans use these statutes to get alternative sentencing and diversion while simultaneously helping them get comprehensive and holistic services for long-term success and well-being. So that's, that's what wonderful. we do at no cost. Mm-hmm. In LA County. So does the VA support this? So the VA supports this, but what, what people need to understand is the VA primarily helps veterans with honorable discharges, uh, okay? Uh, so do they help veterans with other discharge statuses? They do to a limited degree but they don't help active military. They don't help um, reservists or National Guard uh, unless mm. they've deployed or wow. they've ever MST. So, and these statutes cover that entire group. Yeah. So they don't help that entire group, whereas CVJP does. Mm. So does So, percent-
0: Yeah. Does your organization, so your nonprofit organization provides legal representation for those that are not being covered by the VA? Is that what you're saying?
2: No, that's not what I'm saying. And great question. What I am saying is that we provide the the legal support. So everyone in the criminal Hmm. justice system will get a criminal defense attorney. Which is typically a public defender, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. But here's the deal. So let's say, Mark, that you know you go out tonight, have a few drinks. On your way home, you're arrested for a DUI. You're going to be booked and released, but your court date's not going to be for three months, right? So most most vets, okay, have PTSD. They have any number of issues. Being arrested is a traumatic, stressful event, Mm -hmm. okay? And and they're not going to come across that public defender for three months. There's nobody out there to support them, help them explain, listen, dude, you're going to be okay. These statutes Mm -hmm. exist. We immediately get them connected to mental health treatment, immediately, because that's one of the requirements. Mm -hmm we immediately connect them to any and all services they need. And we yeah. tell them what the requirements are. We get them hooked up to everything they need to use those statutes. Mm. So by the time they go to, so, they have so everything Jody, they need.
0: It's almost yeah. like um, there's an organization called Betcetic, um, and down in um, LA. Yeah, uh, I'm, very yeah, I'm at, with them. Okay, yeah. Like, they so can't with help
2: the, with this. They yeah. don't help with this.
0: No, no, no. But I'm saying like they don't provide the legal representation or they don't write. Uh, Yeah, but they but they support that population. So it's kind of like what you're doing here is you guys are supporting the veterans population, but you're not directly providing the legal representation. right, Right.
2: But but what I'm telling you is we're the only entity that helps with criminal cases. Right. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. It it, it, it sounds like from from what I read from the website and from what I uh, saw from the success stories, you're doing something unprecedented uh, as well as a lot of these. And what you have
2: to understand is we don't need to legally represent them. Mm -hmm. The public defender will represent them, but we're actually doing the heavy lifting. So what I mean by that we're spending all the time that's needed to explain to every single veteran exactly what the requirements are. Mm -hmm. We're spending the time, it could be hours with the vet and we're telling them everything they need to do to use the statutes, including preparing them when they're going to get that mental health assessment, telling them, you need to make a list of any and all traumas you suffered in the military mm-hmm. and a list of the symptoms, making sure they have the veteran crisis line in case it's triggering for them. Uh-huh. You know, we're making everything crystal clear, everything <laughs> they need to say and do. And yeah. we're holding their hand all the way through it.
0: So you have a dedicated counselor, basically, or case manager to yes. lead them through the process. Yes. Okay.
2: And we're with them from day one, all the way through the process. And these processes can take up to two years. Wow. And and before we started this entity, the statutes were on the books and they were not being used. Mm -hmm. And now they're being used.
0: I love it. And you guys, uh, what?
2: So
0: L.A. County or is it beyond uh, L.A. County? It's,
2: it's primarily L.A. County, but we have okay. some cases in Ventura, some cases in Orange County, some cases in Ventura and Riverside. Our focus is primarily L.A. County. The vision is to do all of L.A. County. And as we get more funding and staffing and what have you, we want to replicate the model to other places. Understood. Beautiful. That's the vision. Now, so um, we absolutely um, believe we're creating the best model that exists.
1: I believe you are, Jody. You, uh, I read a lot of the success stories and just really and and
2: powerful. Well, let, let me give you some context, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. So, prior to us doing this, the primary mechanism for alternative sentencing and diversion was veteran treatment courts. OK, what? so in L.A. County, there's five small collaborative courtrooms used as veteran treatment courts. OK, yeah. But there's 24 criminal courthouses with wow. three courtrooms in every courthouse. So these five veteran treatment courts, they would only take honorably discharged vets. Right. They would only take felonies and two prosecutors would have to approve the case before Mm -hmm. they could step foot in the Veteran Treatment Court. Mm -hmm. And with the veteran statutes, these apply to this broad population, military, reservists, National Guard, and all veterans, regardless of discharge status. Mm -hmm. They could be used in every criminal courtroom, all 24 courthouses, every courtroom. And we can intervene theoretically upon arrest. So we intervene sooner with a broader population, with misdemeanors and felonies, and in addition to getting them diversion and alternative sentencing, we're also simultaneously connecting them with comprehensive holistic services. So what do I mean by that? If they need housing, if they need VA benefits, discharge upgrades, if they need citizenship or, or expungements or family law, Whatever services they need, we hook them up. That's what I'm talking about. And in the veteran treatment court, they don't even give them a mentor.
0: That's a that's a lot of uh, work and very extensive. It goes deep when with every client you work with. How many case managers do you have working right now? And you know, how big's your staff? I'm just curious as to kind of the the operations of your of your nonprofit.
2: So- I'd I'd have to count it up, but mm-hmm. we are hustlers. I have to tell you, my my one of my law clerks has helped us recruit law clerks from all over the state, and veteran volunteers. We're working on getting two part time program managers and a and a uh, director of development. We have a uh, a project part time project coordinator, an executive assistant, and we're striving to, to build our capacity, right? So that we're trying to. Our goal is to try to. The best time to intervene is upon arrest. That's, you know, when a veteran is arrested. You know, you hear all the time about veteran homelessness and veteran suicide and veteran yes, I, yeah. But you don't hear. About veterans in the criminal justice system and when they're arrested, but that needs to be the, the downward spiral. Mm-hmm. That's the fire alarm when they need to be arrested, because okay. if we can intervene, then we we can we can keep them from homelessness and suicides and all those things. Mm-hmm. Set them on the right track. Mm-hmm. then they can very easily spiral down into all those things.
0: Correct, Where correct, we, and I yeah I've know, seen those. Yeah. I've seen those horror stories and yeah, you're, you're getting them at a key moment when they're, when uh, you guys are needed the most. Um, I, I love yeah. it.
2: Yeah. And we intervene in a comprehensive way and, and they get, they have hope and they, and they have real support. And mm-hmm. we are, we collaborate with everyone in LA County, all the service providers, you know, yeah. VPAN, County mental health, County military affairs, the VA, all, you know, US vets, uh, VOA, all the service provide, all the legal nonprofits, everybody, because we want them to get all the services they can get. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. about the vet. Like we're probably one of the only entities you're ever going to see where we create brochures that list, you know, 12 or 15 other entities. Who does that? Mm-hmm. We yeah. do. Okay, we do because it's about the vet. It's not about us. It's about the vet.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, uh, question. Uh, I think you came to me through uh, my good friend Cassio, who's actually a member of our organization. Just curious, uh, how how you know you know Cassio? Oh, and-
2: Cassio and I go go way back, and Casio okay. is major support for. Our, he's actually on our board, and he's one so. You know, we know all the legal nonprofits, but, uh-huh. you know, they only, as you know, BetSedek, Inner City Law Center, yes, public counsel, but mm-hmm. they only provide a set thing of legal services. So, you yes. know. that's why us. I find you
0: so unique. How cool yeah, is that? Because I've worked extensively with, with a ben variety
2: Setic. of things that they don't cover. So a lot of times we turn to Casio because Casio is a vet and a lawyer. And we say, wow. Casio, can you help this vet? And he always (laughs) says yes. That's what we love about Casio. Casio is
0: such a great guy. I just saw him yesterday. He came to our uh, member luncheon. So, uh, you know, he is so... He loves the community. And he's also just a great veteran and, you know, built a great business for himself. So we just love him
2: He's a great person. He's Mm -hmm. a great person.
0: Absolutely. And yeah, so any any, uh, stamp of approval he gives an organization especially being on the board of your organization just uh, i know that you know it's something great that you guys are doing so keep up the great work i was going to ask you what um how can i help you jody uh you know we have an asian organization we're out there in the community we're doing a lot of stuff with the veterans we do work in camp pendleton i'm actually with my board director joy chen right now who um, is a tireless volunteer down in camp pendleton um uh is there any thing we can do to get the word out or how yes. can we help I you? mean,
2: you know, one, we need to get the word out because I will, be, and, and you know, I have some contacts at Camp Pendleton, um, you know, in the command, but uh, we, all of military needs to know about these statutes. These are statewide statutes.
0: Okay. California, state of California. Got state it.
2: of California.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay
2: so here's the deal um and 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 are you a veteran mark uh, okay. i am not okay well here's the deal so someone in active military let's mm-hmm. say they get arrested for a dui okay okay they're going to face the civilian court but they're also going to face the military okay right. now you know if they're if they're arrested off base mm-hmm. a lot of times they may sort of wait and see what's the civilian courts Mm going to do. Now, them getting use of this misdemeanor diversion statute that allows them to get treatment and get the entire case completely dismissed is huge. But I can tell you that, you know, all the different branches, you know, they all handle things very differently. And there's Mm -hmm. no predicting what the military will do and it sort of boils down to who is their command and what is the military's need, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. If, if yeah. they need, you know, if there's a high demand for bodies, they're gonna keep them. If there's not a high demand, they'll keep them. discharge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So so but the use of the statute is huge and can save their military career. Wonderful. So they have to know about the statute and they need to know about our entity. So we do have some outreach campaigns, you know, mm-hmm. where we do try to outreach to the military bases, to the public affairs officers and what have you.
0: Oh, wonderful.
2: Yeah. So, so Jody,
0: um, I think you should have my email and everything we have. I don't email.
2: know if I do or not. Really. Okay. It so should be on the email that we email? sent you.
0: Uh, so, Jennifer did, uh, you know, email you and I should be CC'd in that email. I know I didn't write okay. back,
2: but I should be on that email. Okay. Um, cause we're yeah. updating, we're u- actually updating our marketing materials and our brochures. Okay. So if not, uh, this week, it may be a little bit cause we're updating things. It's but fine. Be great. Um, but are you also local? Cause when you say an Asian, you know, entity, are you, local in LA or?
0: Yes, we are. We're, we're, my office is in Claremont and uh, and we kind of service Orange County, San Bernardino and, and East LA. I try, I don't do too much going into West LA, but you know, we're definitely in the San Gabriel Valley.
2: Okay. You know, getting the word out because there are a lot of people, you know, Mm -hmm. that have served in the military and they, they need to know about these statutes, and they need to, I know I want to spread the word. Yeah. You know, so that would be fantastic.
0: That's you know, great. And
2: of course, we're always trying to raise funds. Who isn't trying to raise funds?
0: Of course. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. That goes without saying. Yeah. And actually, guys,
0: I'm going to drop off. And I, I know Jennifer has a lot of questions for you. So I'm excited to see the playback. I, but I'm I, head I, I don't.
1: You know? And uh, we, we can end this now, then, since you okay. are having to drop off. But uh, Jody, thank you for taking the time to be with us. So thank appreciate you so much.
2: And, and uh, let me know what I can do to help either of you. It's my pleasure.
1: Uh, yeah, if you could t- give the website to where people can connect with you and connect with your organization again, that would be great. Did I put that in the chat? Uh, you yeah, you
2: might have, but it's always it's nice to have it on air. Okay. And can
0: you remind us what CVJP stands for?
2: Community Veteran Justice Project
0: perfect cvjp.org thank you so much it's so great thank yeah. you
2: thank thanks
1: you so much for being thank a you guest okay and uh, okay. we will patch off thanks for joining All us for right. the red beans and fried rice podcast bye-bye thank bye-bye you. and thank you audience for joining us as well jennifer oliver o'connell as the girl turns.com as the girl turns on facebook twitter instagram and telegram and redstate.com for my writing. And Mark, uh, where can they find you once again? AIB2B.org or Marquis Angus,
0: M-A-R-Q-U-E-S, then Angus like the beef on Facebook and Twitter. And yeah, we're excited for next week's show. Glad we got to hit a bunch of topics today and also a great guest.
1: So thank you, Jennifer, for everything. Thank you. Have a good evening. Okay, take care.